It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It is great to be with you on a Thursday. We are less than 72 hours away from Bengals-Panthers, a game I can't wait to watch on Sunday. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and every single podcast posted at Locked On. Bengals.com. It is great, 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 great to be with you today. Darquez Denard coming up, my conversation with him in about 10 minutes. But I want to start today with something that good teams do. Because, you know, I try to pay attention to the NFL. Most games, I'll watch the Browns tonight. I'll watch the Red Zone on my mini TV on Sunday next to my big 50-inch TV, like I'm sure you guys will be having the the Bengals on there. I will do that in the man cave. That's what I do during road games, except for Atlanta. I'm going to the Atlanta game. So shout out to anyone who's going to Atlanta and and come say hi. I want to meet you in person. If there's any Bengals fans going to the Atlanta game on September 30th, a week from Sunday. But here's the thing I've noticed, and – Call me crazy, say what you want, but it, the, the reality is, is that the good teams overcome injuries. Philadelphia, their starting quarterback out, finally going to make his debut this week. Um, their best wide receiver out. They, they, they've had so many uh, injuries at wide receiver. Mike Wallace went down on injured reserve that they had to go sign Jordan Matthews, who got cut by the Patriots. They had to bring him back. And yet, I don't hear anyone doubting the Eagles. I don't hear anyone saying, oh, yeah, the Eagles in trouble. It is over for them. And it's their starting quarterback. They've had plenty of injuries. They had injuries last year when they made a run to, a su- to the Super Bowl. I, re- I remember years and years where the Patriots had, you know, Gronk out. They won a Super Bowl with Gronkowski out for the year. And you might say, oh, well, that's the Patriots. Fine. Let's, co- let's continue. Uh, look across the league. Pittsburgh. Literally the best running back in the league in Le'Veon Bell is not playing for them. Their offense hasn't really missed him much. Their defense is awful and they haven't won a game, but their their offense has been pretty good. Their offense has been pretty solid. They've stayed afloat offensively. Now, you might say dysfunction, drama, all that stuff, fine. But again, they've been functional on offense. Um, Atlanta, they won last week. They beat Carolina without their starting running back. The point is... Good teams find ways to win when guys go down. The Bengals have done that through two games. Week one, Sean Williams down, out. Clayton Fedgelow makes the play of the day. Week two, Billy Price, serious foot sprain, serious injury that's going to take at least two weeks, uh, more than two weeks to heal, two weeks before he gets evaluated again. What happens? Trey, Trey Hopkins comes in, plays well. So far through two weeks, the Bengals have showed that quality. They need to do the same without Joe Mixon. They need to do the same without Billy Price. They're going to both be out probably for a month. Buckle up for that. They're probably going to be out 
I would guess, Joe, there's a there's a chance, because Joe had surgery on Saturday, which would be the 15th. So one day less, uh, they play the Steelers on October 14th. I would bet that's the date he tries to come back for the Steelers game. But when it comes to this Sunday, when it comes to next week in Atlanta, when it comes to returning home from Miami, you should win two out of three. The Panthers have dealt with injuries. Left tackle, injured. Right tackle, injured. Both out for the year. Uh, Go to tight end, out. Find a way to win. Find a way to win. And, and I talked about Andy Dalton, and I, I talked about Bill Lazor a little bit. The, the key to this week to me is the defense dominating, which they should. Devin Funches is their wide receiver one in Carolina. Devin Funches is their starting wide receiver. Devin Funches is a big body. Like, I don't know if he's more than this team's wide receiver three. I'm serious about that. And I don't even know if he's that. Because Ross has something special. He's fast. Boyd, really good route runner. What's Devin Funches do really, really well? So you got to stop Cam Newton. You got to stop Christian McCaffrey. Can the defense hold them to 13 points? I'd say so. 16 points? I'd say so. So offensively, what should happen then? Well, what should happen offensively is you got to get to 20. I think that's the magic number this week. 20 is the magic number. And Giovanni Bernard, Mark Walton, going to lead the show. By the way, Dark Denard, like I said, coming up in a bit, I asked him about Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, etc. But this offense is an offense that should be able to survive without Joe Mixon. This offense should be able to survive without its first-round pick in Billy Price. That's the reality. If it's as good of a team as you think, and I think, and most people think, then they should be able to survive. That's that's it, period. That's it, point blank, done. They should be able to survive. Now, will that happen? I'm not sure. We get to see that Sunday. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It is great to be with you. I want to dive into um, this offense. I give my prediction on the show tomorrow, but I, I want to talk more about this offense in just a second. But first, a word from Swap.com. It's crazy how much we pay for brand new, brand name clothes. Uh, Why do you buy kids' clothes if they're just going to outgrow them in a few months? Uh, There's a a perfect place to to solve your issues when you talk about spending, especially back to school. You spend so much money, and then your kids outgrown it by Christmas. The solution is Swap.com. It's the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. All you got to do is go to Swap.com, and instead of driving to the store and sifting through racks, you can sift through millions of clothes in seconds with Swap.com. Over 14 million tons of textiles are wasted each year. Shopping secondhand at Swap.com helps prevent textile waste from polluting the environment, which is something you can feel good about. With Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price on your favorite brands. Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, Gap, Under Armour. Quality hand-inspected items are added daily. And if something doesn't fit, enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days. And right now, since you listen to Locked on Bengals, you're going to get 35% off select items for your first order with promo code Locked On. Again, 35% off at Swap.com with promo code Locked On. Plus, new deals every day on Swap.com's homepage. Go there now, Swap.com, promo code Locked On. Get you 35% off your first order. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You know what's crazy? And I was fielding questions on Twitter this morning. Usually I try to work out daily. It's it's just a, a way for me. Honestly, it's kind of like therapy. Um... So when I'm at the gym, usually I fire off, usually it's in the morning, I fire off a bunch of tweets, and I'm thinking about my noon show, I'm thinking about the Locked on Bengals podcast, I'm thinking about my Locked on Reds podcast, I'm thinking about our show on ESPN 1530 from 3 to 6, different topics, different angles, etc. And so when I'm at the gym, I'm thinking about that stuff, I'm getting my workout in, and usually that's when, it, it could be 6 in the morning, it could be 7, 8, whenever I decide to go, or I, depending on my schedule. And I'm tweeting about the Bengals all morning, and it seems like that's all I'm doing is by my computer. But really, in between sets or reps or whatever, I go to my phone and I talk about whatever. And I kind of try to gauge what you're thinking, uh, what fans are thinking. And, and Twitter's just one way to do that. Um, but but it, it's certainly something I use. It's a tool I think is good to use to to gauge the temperature in the room, to gauge what what fans are hot under the collar about, so to speak. And I think it's interesting because I think Mark Walton's officially underrated. I think he's going to exceed expectations because expectations are nil for Mark Walton. Most of you probably thought that the pick was questionable because it was a running back. Plus, he had an awful preseason, which he was on the show yesterday. I asked him about the preseason. I'd say it. He looked bad in the preseason. I talked to someone with the Bengals. They still believe in him, think he's he's flashed in practice, and think he's ready to have some kind of impact. Now, how well does he know the playbook? How well does he know pass protection? All of that stuff is is left to be seen, even for the coaches. But to me, I think he's going to exceed expectations because they're so low. And so I would say he's underrated at this point. You know who's slightly overrated? Is Billy Price. I've gotten messages about, oh, my God, this offense without Billy Price. Trey Hopkins was pretty good. I've talked to multiple people within the organization who, and it's not because Price is injured, they would say, oh, God, we're in trouble, who believe in Trey Hopkins, who think Trey Hopkins can hold down the fort. And it's not like Billy Price was great. I, he could be down the line. He played a game and a half, and it wasn't like game in less than a half, and it wasn't great. Now, again, is there a drop-off? Probably. You're probably going from a B minus player to a or a B player to a B minus player or a B minus player to a C plus player. There's a drop off, but I don't think it's as bad as people realize. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I, I mentioned I caught up with Darquez Denard in the Bengals locker room. Here's that conversation. Darquez, obviously, one thing that new defensive coordinator, I, I say new, but uh, defensive coordinator Terrell Austin preached all offseason was turnovers. What does it mean to you that this defense has turned the ball over six times in the first two weeks? Uh, it just means we making plays on the ball and just being active and coming down with the players. Is, is it motivating almost? That was something that, that he stressed in last year. Total, you guys, I think, had 14 turnovers and that you're starting to see the results right away? Uh, I mean, not really saying motivating. It's kind of just a harping deal. Uh, just 
throughout the OTAs and minicamp and training camp area, you know, just kind of the thing that really harped on causing turnovers and making making those plays. And, you know, we're just coming down with them at this, this time. We're talking with uh, Dark West Denard in the Bengals locker room. What does it mean for, for you and William and Dre to have a pass rush like you you have up front, getting after the quarterback and making plays? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, when you <laughs> see good uh, defenses or you see – uh, good secondary play. Uh, of course, you have your, you know, people say they top the top corners in the league. If you all look at it, it's because of the pass rush, and this is all, you know, it's kind of kind of productive. So you know, once if we do our job, they allow sacks, and they do their job, they allow turnovers. So it just worked hand in hand. So it's just all working hand in hand. You know, it's good. They got some young guys, got some older guys as well mixed in, and they, you know, causing havoc at the quarterback and just giving a lot of opportunities. In training camp, I talked to you about last season, and, and you said oh, I was finally healthy. Your health still obviously something that you, William, and, and uh, Dre, all healthy right now. What, what's the potential uh, of the secondary? I've obviously made some plays uh, as well uh, against Sean. the Ravens. Yeah, well, it, 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 so, exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, and Clayton as well. So yep. we all, uh, you know, healthy and, and competing, and we got a lot of talent in the room. You know, sky's the limit. Uh, it, it ain't no reason that we can be one of the top secondaries in, in the league. Uh, we all have the talent to do it. We all have the capabilities to do it as well. So uh, it's just about coming down with the opportunities, making those opportunities, and you know, uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, the sky's the limit for us. You know, we got a lot of talent everywhere. So uh, even young guys who haven't even showed up showed up on the field, uh, they can play as well. So uh, you know, sky's the limit. You know, this whole defense is pretty is is. It's pretty damn good, you know. You look at from the front, you know, the front seven into the secondary. We we all good. We all healthy, uh, and you know, we battling. You have a big challenge this week with Cam Newton. What what does he bring, and how does his running ability make it tough on you as a corner having to stick with wide receivers? Uh, just you have to do our job a little longer. Uh, when you get guys like like that, uh, you know, you're great at what you do. Uh, you you know, you're up there. With Aaron Rodgers, just you know, extending the plays and making plays uh, with his legs, and you know, creating time to pass pass the ball down the field. So he's 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 a you know All Pro Pro Bowl player for a reason and uh, MVP of the league for a reason. And you know, we got a tough challenge ahead. Great player, you know, you got great weapons around him as well to help him out. And you know, we just got to play our defense and come out with a win. He's big. If you're if you're meeting him in the open field, what what's the strategy? Uh. He's big, uh, but you know, I got that. That's that's never just wrap him. I mean, that's that's not that's not my. I'm not. Uh, how can I put this? Uh, I'm not afraid to do you know to to tackle him either. Pretty much just get him down on the ground. But uh, if I see him on the open field, we go see. Should be a good collision or he'll slide. Probably best for him to slide. Uh, so, uh, you know, because he don't want to take hits anyway. I mean, he's sure. very important to the offense. So the more hits we put on him, if you don't want to slide, it's, it's better for us. So, Greg Olson's out. Obviously, he's one of his uh, camp's primary targets. Christian McCaffrey led them in receptions last week. How did they use him when you looked at the film? Uh, a lot of ways. Uh, <laughs> you know, passing uh, from the backfield in the slot, uh, out wide, screens, uh, running ball. So they use him in uh, different ways. So. Is that going to be a challenge as well? What, I mean, what does whole, he bring? This, this whole offense is, is a challenge. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot of different guys. You know, you got Torrey Smith, you got uh, Funches, you got uh, DJ 
<clears throat> DJ Moore, uh, you have Jazz Wright. So they have a, a group of guys that do a really good job uh, to help counterpart, uh, you know, with Cam. And, you know, Chris McCaffrey is a talent itself. So we got our hands full, and we just got to, you know, execute the game plan and uh, make plays. That's, that's what we got to do and just play team ball. I appreciate the time. Good luck Sunday. Thank you. Good stuff there. That's Darquez Denard. Talked to him yesterday in the Bengals locker room. I'll be back at it tomorrow with a prediction for Sunday's game. Until then, I appreciate you listening on the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.